to the $100 MBA show, the business podcast that's all business all week long, every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is part one of a two-part lesson on how to plan your next year. Nicole and I think it's really a good idea to plan your next year, to plan 2017 now, a couple months before the end of this year. Things get busy at the end of the year, and the next year just creeps up on us. We want to make sure we have a plan of action before the year begins. This is a really important lesson and a big lesson. That's why we're going to break it up into two parts. Part one is today, and part two is Friday on Free Ride Friday. So make sure you tune in to part two as well. So in this two-part lesson, we're going to talk about how to choose your goals, how to prioritize your goals, and how to make the time to accomplish them throughout the year. Planning a year is not an easy task because it's such a long period of time. So you're going to have to break it up into certain goals, certain months, or certain stints. We'll also talk about planning out days off and how to make time to plan for the year. If you don't make time for it, it's just not going to happen and you won't have a plan in hand. Let's make sure 2017 is your best year ever. I can't wait to share with you this two-part lesson. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by Enhance. Enhance Wood Renewal is the number one wood refinishing franchise in the United States. Become a part of the $300 billion home improvement industry. With increasing demand and being an authorized service provider of a Home Depot, an Enhanced Wood Renewal franchise can give you the independence and financial security that you have always wanted. Enhanced offers low startup costs, in-house financing, and world-class training to get your franchise started right. Visit EnhancedFranchise.com slash MBA or call 866-426-231 and learn more now. EnhancedFranchise.com slash MBA. All right, we have a lot to cover in this two-part lesson, so let's jump right into it. The first thing you're going to need to do to plan your next year is to make time to plan for next year. I know that sounds very fundamental, but it's very, very important. A lot of us, we don't make the time to make a plan. This refers back to the strategy that I've shared with you many times on the show that was shared with me by one of my good friends, Chase Reeves, the idea of CEO mode and worker bee mode. You can't just constantly be a worker bee, working on your business, head down working. You got to step back and be the CEO and plan and have the steps in place so you can give it to yourself as a worker bee so you can implement. So you got to make time to plan, make time for strategy. And to plan a year, it could take more than an hour or two. It could take maybe a couple of days, maybe a few days. So as an option, you could take a sabbatical. You can take a time out and leave your environment and go somewhere local, go somewhere far, whatever it's up to you, whatever your budget is, you can go away and spend three days, four days planning your next year. You could see this as your company retreat, stepping away from it all and allowing yourself time, making the time to plan for a great year. Now, if your budget doesn't allow for you to go away and to spend money on this trip, that's okay. As long as you block out a certain amount of time or days in your calendar, we can do this at home or you can do this in your office. So again, it becomes like a treat or it becomes dedicated development days or planning days for your business. Just by doing this, you're giving yourself a great chance for a great year. Why? Because you're prioritizing planning. You're prioritizing the year. You're prioritizing say, this is important. I got to get this done. I got to make sure that next year is a great one. 
So number one, the thing I advise you to do right now is put some time on the calendar. Nicole and I have already put this time in our calendar at the end of November to plan, to plan for next year. Now, we just chose the end of November because it's right before the holiday season, so it's kind of busy during holidays for family and all that stuff. And yeah, it's not too early because we feel the pressure that you know next year is coming, so it's just about a month away before the beginning of the year. And we just set aside four days to plan for 2017. So that's number one, make time to plan. So what do you do in these days that you're going to be planning for 2017? How do you plan? So first of all, you got to know what you're working with. How much time do you have? Now, this is going to differ if you are in a full-time job right now and you're working on your business on the side. If you're doing this full-time, if you're a full-time entrepreneur, you're going to still have to take a look at how much time you're working with here. So the first thing I suggest you to do is to block out the dates that are taken, whether that's you know break, holidays, whether that's business trips, whether that's conferences you have to go to, whatever it is. You got to look at your calendar. What days are off limits? What are days that you can't really work on these goals? Now, I mentioned holidays. You really should put this in the calendar. You have to make time for break. You have to make time for rest. You have to make it a priority. So block out parts of the calendar right now. Now, you could do this electronically with a calendar, like a Google calendar on your computer, or you can actually buy a physical calendar, one of those big calendars people put on their desks, go to you know Office Max or go to some office store and get one of those big calendars and block off dates with a marker. You can color code if you like. You can get some, you know, a pack of color markers and block off the dates that are for vacation. Could be green. Business trips could be yellow. Up to you. But the point is that you got to block off those dates now. Now, the reason why we do this is that what if something comes up? What if come February 2017, you get invited to speak at a conference? You got to take a look at your calendar and say, okay, if I say yes to this, I need to reevaluate my goals for the year because I'm taking away time. I can't just say yes and say nothing's going to happen. That's a reality we have to face because going away for a trip to speak could be a week out of your whole calendar. So we all start with 52 weeks and maybe with vacation and business trips out of the way, we're kind of left with 45 weeks, let's say. So this new trip comes along the way in February and now what you've set out to do in 45 weeks has to be done in 44 weeks. More pressure, more work to be crammed down. So you got to consider that. That's why you have to block out the dates you need to block out at the start. All right, now that you know what time you're dealing with, how much time you have next year to work on what you need to work on, you need to set some goals. Now, many people say that we underestimate what we can get done in a year, but we overestimate what we can get done in a month. Part of that is the way our brains work. We can't conceptualize a long period of time as much as we can with a short period of time. Now, having said that, I do encourage you not to have like 30, 40 goals throughout the year. That's way too much. But at the same time, one or two goals is kind of shortchanging yourself. You can probably do more within a year. So what I suggest is taking a look at your largest goals, your largest projects, things that you really want to accomplish and put them down. For us, we like to max this out at five, five business goals. Now, these could be projects, they could be products, they could be a book you're writing, these could be financial goals. Put them down and prioritize them. These are the five. Now, you could start with 15, but you're going to have to cut them down. Now, five is just a number that we chose. You might want to do a little bit less. You might want to do a little bit more, but it gives you some sort of idea. Now, in addition to those business goals, we like to add one personal development goal. One thing I want to work on this year, whether that's learning a programming language, whether that's improving my writing skills, whether that's uh, doing better on webinars, whether that's public speaking, whether that's whatever, 
The point here is that you want to keep on developing. You want to keep on growing. And this could be as simple as my personal goal is to finish reading a book every two weeks, to finish a book every two weeks. That way at the end of the year, I would have read 26 books or roughly 25, whatever. The point here is, is that you want to do more reading. That's your personal goal. You want to set that out. But I encourage you to choose one personal growth goal every year and just go to town at it. Be really dedicated to it and to sticking to it. You'll be surprised how challenging it is just to stick to one goal throughout the year. And the reason why I like to do one goal for personal growth is because you want to grow, right? So if you choose three or four, you might dabble in here, you might dabble in there, and you might feel like you haven't really improved much because you've spread your time against, you know, three or four different goals. By having one personal growth goal, you're able to really grow. You're able to see measurable results in your growth. So now I have my business goals, so let's say they're five, and one personal growth goal for the year. I now got to figure out how long is this going to take? How much time do I need for each of these goals? Now, for the personal growth goal, you're going to want to incorporate a certain amount of time every single day or every single week, whatever the activity is, throughout the year. So you got to take away in the calendar more time. So again, we start with a blank slate. We take away dates because of vacation, because of business trips. Now we got to take away hours from every week because of our personal growth goal. Now we have our other goals. How long will this take? How many hours? How many days? When am I going to do them? Am I going to do goal number one between January and March? Some of these goals might be more of a priority or more urgent depending on your business or or depending on the timing of what you're working on. Let's say you want to release a book by March, then you got to get going right as soon as possible. Now you might be asking, with the business goals, should I be working on more than one goal at a time? Let's say I'm working on goal number one and goal number two uh, the first few months of the year. Is that healthy? Is that a good idea? I do think it's healthy if the two goals align, if they are working with each other, if they're associated. For example, we are working on releasing our referral program for Webinar Ninja. That's one of our goals. That includes creating a whole sub-site for that and creating training for the referral partners. So that's one goal. One of the other goals is that we're going to be redesigning the Webinar Ninja site. So that kind of goes hand in hand because I'm creating a whole new site and on that new site will be these new pages for the referral program. The content's a little bit different, but you know I could see this working hand in hand. So having these two goals working side by side or during the same time would not be a bad idea. So you can see how that's in sync. You know, you're creating a site, but you're also creating pages within the site for a certain program. But let's say, for example, you have two goals that are not really working hand in hand. Let's say one of the goals is writing a book and the other goal is creating a product on a completely different topic. They're not working hand in hand, so it's better for you just to focus and go all in on one goal, complete it, and then go on to the next goal throughout the year. Guys, we've covered a lot so far. I got more on part one of this two-part lesson on how to plan your next year. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Braintree. You remember the first dollar you made. It's an amazing feeling. But now you're ready to make your billionth dollar. But have you found the right payments partner to grow with you? With Braintree Payments, you can accept every way to pay, from Apple Pay to PayPal to Bitcoin to everything in between. And it doesn't matter what currency your customers use because Braintree allows you to accept over 130 different currencies. Pretty awesome. To learn more how you can grow your business with Braintree, go to braintreepayments.com slash MBA. Again, that's braintreepayments.com slash MBA. All right, so we covered blocking out dates in your calendar. We talked about how to prioritize vacations. We talked about setting goals, business goals. We talked about setting a personal growth goal. We also talked about how to work on them and making sure that we allot a certain amount of time. How long will it take for me to complete each goal? 
This is really important because we need to know if we're overshooting or undershooting. Oh, wow, I'm finished with all my goals within six months. Either one, I don't have enough goals on my plate, or two, I'm not really being honest about how long this is going to take. I really haven't done the research to see how long each of these goals will take to complete. So recheck yourself. Make sure that you're allotting enough time as well as enough goals. There's a few things I want to remind you of, and we'll talk more about this in detail in part two on Friday. One, you will have time to complete these goals, but you also need to make time for just running your business, whether that's answering emails, doing your regular marketing, if you're doing content marketing, like writing blog posts or recording podcast episodes or videos on YouTube. These are regular things you have to do to run your business. So don't forget about making time for that. Also, you don't need to do the goals alone. You can outsource. You can get your teammates. You can get other people in your business to work on these goals. Your job is to manage these goals and make sure that they happen to be on top of them. So don't think you have to do all these things by yourself. You can get other people to help you. You can outsource it. You can manage the process. In part two, we're going to talk about how to plan out all these goals, put them out throughout the calendar, how to keep you accountable, how to make sure you're on track, and how to evaluate if you are successful at the end of the year. These are all really important things, so make sure you tune in for part two of this lesson. It's this Friday on Free Ride Friday, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. It comes automatically to your device. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. I know it was packed, but we got more in part two. This is really important. Planning your year is very important. It's a great feeling starting the year knowing you have a plan in place and you just have to implement. You just go through the motions and do what you have to do. All right, that's it for me today, but before I go, I want to leave you with this. Some of us don't really enjoy the planning. Some people feel like it's boring, like, oh, this is something I don't want to do. I just want to do the work. I want you to trust me on this and do this. Get motivated about this. Get excited. This is fun. You get to talk about your goals and you get to think about what you really want to do in your business and how you want your business to look like. So put the time in now to invest the plan to make sure next year is a fantastic one, your best year yet. All right, I'll check you guys in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care. Take care.